Retro nonsense in the house, y'all! Autobots, transform and roll out! No. I am your father. No! No, Joe! He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there! G.I. Hello and welcome to the Retro Nonsense Podcast. I'm Duke and with me as always is my good friend Chris Roberts and this is episode 19 and we're going to do something a little different this time but I think it's going to be fun. Uh, but before we get into that, we got a couple things to go over, as always. Um, <clears throat> so we recently just did a our first uh, live stream, and that was our uh, Beat the Bandy tiebreaker thing. Um, it was the beat-off. Come the on. Be- <laughs> the beat-off, yeah. <laughs> it was the beat-off, officially. And um, it was a lot of fun. Now, this was, we had like, since our last podcast, we attempted it, and it we had some technical issues. Um, which apparently was entertaining in and of itself, which I was very yeah, distraught and no, flustered. Yeah, well, that was that, that was actually the funniest part. That's is, yeah, uh, that's what I hear. <laughs> how upset you were! <laughs> I found that perfect clip of uh, from the Sopranos of, oh, yeah. of uh, Christopher just losing his mind, and I was like, "That was Duke." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's up it's up on my YouTube channel if anybody wants to check out the attempted version. And then after that, we had the successful version, which we just did, and it it, it went really well. And uh, Matt and I, we battled it out with Balloon Fight to um, see who would come out on top because we had a tiebreaker for the Beat the Bandy Challenge last month, and it was really fun. I'm not going to give any spoilers as to who won, but come on. I mean, the, let's just say the Twitter poll was was pretty um, accurate. That, I'm not. That's all I'm going to say. So. Well, you're right. I mean, <laughs> uh, I you know what though? I I think um, I think given enough attempts, I mean, obviously you got to limit it, but uh, there was games where you know he had you on the ropes and he just made a mistake, or and then he did beat you one of your uh, one of the you know because you were just a winner take all, and then when you guys did the two out of three, he actually got one of the three. And, uh, yes, but you yeah. you know you uh, you had the advantage. There's no doubt. But uh, it it was a good uh, good back and forth. It was it was, and we we are very closely matched on that game and other games as well. But uh, especially that one. Um, but it was really fun. It was uh, I call it successful. It went for about an hour. We had really fun. A lot of fun in the chat. Uh, Chris was moderating and and talking to people while Matt and I were playing, and it was fun. So check it out. It's on my YouTube channel, Retro Nonsense. But I'm not sure if we'll, you know, I'm I'm sure we'll do something like that from time to time, but I don't think that's going to be a regular occurrence, like a live stream type thing. Well, um, the, the, the tie was a little unique. Um, yeah, for sure. Know, I mean, how often are you, is there going to be a tie? But, I mean, we could just do something. Yeah. Why not? We can have special events from time to time that might be streamed. Sure. Because uh, that was the first time I'd really ever done a live stream, and it was kind of fun. I really enjoyed it. You know, getting all set up and promoting it and have everybody come in on the chat and interact. And, you know, it was really fun. So I did enjoy that aspect of it. But um, it's not going to replace the, the podcast by any means. Um, oh, no. It's just yeah. two different things. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
So this month, uh, Matt has picked Berserk as our Beat the Bandy Challenge. You want to play Berserk? You're on. Hey, where are you going? The video arcade. You can't play Berserk at home. Now you can. systems from Atari. Atari Which I've already started playing and put up a couple of my scores on the Discord, so please uh, join in if you have Berserk for the Atari 2600. Um, Yeah, I love that game. It's fun. It's it's a great kind of, you know, just a score challenge. And uh, feel free to join in, like I said, and, and post your pictures and scores on the Discord. I think so far it's only been me and Kevin, I think, put a couple scores up. Yeah, Kev- Kevin got on the board first. Now, also, we got to make sure everybody knows uh, you have to use a standard controller. That's what Matt said. And, I, you know, I, my only problem with that is is that's going to limit. What if somebody wants to play it on emulation? And it, I don't want to, like, stop people from playing it. I think Matt I, meant I between him just... and I. <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt like it was uh, the Genesis controller. Some people would think that'd be cheating. Well, I'll let I'll let Matt. That's it's, this is his baby. I'll let him make yeah. that decision. But if we do say you have to have an original controller, then a couple people might say, "Well, I'm not going to play it then because I don't have an original controller. I don't have a you know." I, I'd rather see you, people you play it however though, they can. W- would you not agree though that it would be so much simpler to play that with a Genesis controller? Um, I don't know. It could um, a, a oh, game man. like that. Those joysticks are cumbersome, dude. How you to hold them? You got to hold them with your yeah. I mean, depending on which yeah. handed you are, you got to hold it with your left hand, and that's the same hand that you push the button with. You know, unless you were yeah. to you know connect it to a table or something, which you know some people uh, you know do make little contraptions to hold the controllers down while they're playing. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's the, the, a t- it, it, I think it's far. I, I if I was doing, I, I will do it. But if uh, if I have my option, I'd much rather use a Genesis controller. So much. Well, easier. I just know in the past that people had asked that, and Matt was like, "Play however you want, just just play." You know, right. so that was his I don't approach. Know. I mean, he could have been joking, so I guess <laughs> we'll find out. But it seemed like yeah. it was like, "Let's uh, use the joystick." So that to, I, I will use the joystick. I suppose. To be determined. I will use a joystick because that's what Matt has, and I know him and I are really the ones that compete the most with this. But I would yeah. say if anybody has any way to play it and they want to post their scores, by all means, that's what I say. But you know, Matt yeah. Matt has I, the I final you, say. I think you're going to say that until someone posts a higher score. Then you're going to be like, <laughs> right. no, 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 wait a minute. Uh, what, which controller did you use? Yeah, then I'll question it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> no safe states. No, no safe states, no. no. That would be cheating for sure. All right, well, aside from the Beat the Bandy Challenge, um, I just thought we'd briefly talk about some pickups and or anything that we're playing. So why don't you go ahead first, Chris? Got anything that you picked up recently you want to talk about? Yeah, you know what? Saturday we went out uh, hitting the estate sales. I got a little bit of a late start because um, this week's been pretty rough work-wise. Um, so I was a little bummed because the first one we went to, there was a, a, a first print of the Godfather book and I knew it wasn't going to be there. I, I, when I woke up, I started going through the pictures. I was like, oh man, I should have, if I would have saw that the night before, I would have made the sacrifice to get up. So we got there. Was it there? I did find a, a CRT there that I will, you know, be finding a new home for, for someone. 
Um, <laughs> there was there was a few tapes, uh, a couple things. I didn't really get a lot at that one, but the the next one we went to, uh, maybe it wasn't the next. Whatever the last, yeah, the last one we went to uh, was uh, a, a guy that we've become friends with. He, you know, he uh, always does these things, and he's a really nice guy. And he had tipped me off that he was going to have a lot of the stuff I like because he's kind of got an idea of what I'm mostly interested in. And he sent me a bunch of pictures, but I didn't see anything in the pictures. I was like, well, the age is right, you know, like the age of the items. But I was like, eh, that's not really what I'm looking for. But I I'll, I'll, trust him. So we went and, uh, you know, I was downstairs. I found a couple of tapes and a couple of things. I found a big mouth Billy Bass on the box. And those are kind of good to find. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not. Like, it's so funny because they were such a tchotchkes kind of thing, you know. But uh, they got a little bit of cachet because they were featured on The Sopranos maybe. But um, I don't know. It's it, Whatever. I grabbed that. <clears throat> and I thought I was done. And someone, you know, then uh, – I think it was, I don't know, Shannon or maybe one of the, I think both of them, Shannon and one of the workers had mentioned there's an upstairs. I was like, oh, okay. But I'm thinking usually upstairs is the bedroom. So there's like, you know, yeah, big deal. So I go up there and they had a media room where they kept all their tapes and VCR. They had tons of VCR, like four or five, well, maybe three or four VCRs. They had another, uh, they had um, a sister television to the, you know, if you've seen me do any of those uh, recordings where I record the VCR TV, it's a Toshiba. Mm-hmm. It's a very specific model. Well, I found they had the sister model, which would be, the, well, like the big sister model or little, I don't know, whichever direction it would go, the DVD player. But it looks exactly like it. It's so awesome when they sit next oh. to each other. They're, they're the exa- cool. They look exactly the same. So one's a DVD, one's the VHS. Um so, yeah, I, so I grabbed that, and then I started going through the tapes, and it was, like, so many tapes. But it was a lot of stuff that I really wasn't interested in. And then I was like, you know, I don't really you – know, I'm gonna, sometimes it's kind of a gamble. You grab a bunch of stuff, when you know, like the home recordings, and, uh, it's you know, if it doesn't have the commercials or if it, if it doesn't have some of the things I'm looking for, they're, they're worthless to me. Right. But they had VCR sitting there, and I had a CRT right there in my hand. So I just went ahead and set up a little spot. <laughs> in that room and i started checking tapes and um, that's cool i i I started noticing you know really quickly that they had commercials and they were old uh late mid to late 80s um oh man there was there was also some 90s there was also some 2000s so like in the 2000s like they recorded like the barack obama inauguration so i thought well that kind of could be a cool telecast i don't know if there was any commercials in between but meeting leading into it or coming out of it i don't know in the oprah's last episode was another tape and i thought well that definitely is going to have some commercials plus they'll have there'll be other stuff on the tape these people they use the whole tape which is Mm -hmm. another thing that's kind of you know like they didn't just record one thing and even if it wasn't just written on it there was other stuff so i started grabbing stuff um i did find a die hard and a die hard 2 the die hard one was unwatchable it was completely static um, the uh, Die Hard Two, I was I had high hopes for because that's where that famous uh, Yippee Kaye Mr. Falcon uh, <laughs> TV dub comes on, and it, it's like everybody like you know in the in this kind of community, this uh, home recording uh, tape trading community, that's a big big find. Yippee Kaye Mr. Falcon. Uh, so I grabbed that and uh, First Blood. And there was and Back to the Future, so there was a couple of, and there's other some others that I haven't really gone through. I just stuck, I just 
they looked interesting, so I threw them in this box. So I got all that stuff, got home. My, I was Immediately I wanted to test the Die Hard tape, so I put it on, and it was almost at the scene. It was because it's at the end of the movie. So they were, they were right about there, so I rewound it. Thankfully, I decided to record it from the get-go, So because normally I'll watch it and kind of uh-huh. get set up, and then I'll then I'll put the stuff and record. But I was like, you know, I'm just going to just record it first run. I recorded it, and um, it was a little jumpy. Not a lot, but a little bit jumpy. So then I, I went ahead and let the thing play out. So I rewound it, and I played it again, and then it seemed like it was even jumpier the second playthrough, and I recorded that. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to take it to another, you know, let me go to another setup because I have, a like, a better VCR. So I took mm-hmm. it to that one in the other room. I thought I'll record it on that. And then it was completely, like, it it was, it just went completely bad. Oh. Um, so I jacked it, and I opened it up, opened like, clicked over the, the little flap, and you could see that the tape was disintegrating. Oh, <laughs> I was like, gosh. why? Like, out of all of them, man. And all the rest of them play good. They all are perfect. It was just this one. So it was a self-destruct. I got to, I got the record. So that was cool, but I'll never get to see it again. I don't get to see the rest of the broadcast, which is very disappointing because this was um, an 88 or 89 uh. broadcast or whatever. <clears throat> so the tape, was it like, 90s. was the tape like uh, breaking apart? What do you mean disintegrating? Like it was... Well, okay. The, like the tape itself is there's layers to the tape. Okay, so like I mm-hmm. would imagine the base, the base tape was probably all clear. Okay, yeah. you know how like you get to the end of the tape or the beginning of the tape and that part's clear. Yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. all clear. And right. Bill would probably be better. To, he probably knows a little more about the, the the makeup of a tape. But again, and then something gets set on top of the tape. Like uh, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't even know what you call it. The, the vinyl, or whatever, whatever that stuff is that goes onto the tape that you record on. That started yeah. breaking off, and you can see pieces of it coming off. So, like the actual tape itself was still together. It's the the whatever that layer right, is right. that you record on that started falling apart. So that tape's ruined. It's gone. It I'm not sure I've ever seen through. that. Do you think that's primarily caused from seen, you know uh, like I, conditions I, or like humidity uh, or something? I don't like know. That? The place was all the tapes were in the same place. Now maybe this one was in the garage or something, and then they centralize this but it to me it looked like everything because nothing was dusty everything was like there was no dust on anything so wherever it was it felt like they were boxed up in this room um because some of some of the boxes were still there anyway it doesn't matter it's the tape's dead uh it just sucks i think it has something to do with oxidation or i don't know again uh, me and bill talked about this before he said i think he said oxidizing but maybe he said something else but anyways, uh, these tapes can disintegrate, so that's why you do want to digitize, especially if it's something that's really personal to you, like a wedding or yeah. a birthday party, something like that. You, a matter of fact, and I'm thinking of a tape specifically that um, had my grandparents, uh, it was my grandfather's birthday they threw for him, and uh, they're dancing and stuff on there. I was like, I really got to oh, dump yeah. this off onto a DVD or something, or uh, digitize it, because, man... The, this can happen. It can happen to anybody, right? Well, given the fact that it was a something they recorded off off TV, right? I mean, there were so right, many different it, brands of and, and qualities of those tapes, you bought, the blank tapes. You know, it's probably correct. just a cheap. It, you know, it could have been, and it definitely was an old tape because now I'm, I'm assuming 
this was a I try, I didn't look into when Die Hard Two came out, but I think it was eighty nine, ninety, maybe. It's about I'd have to yeah, go back and right look. To me. So if that's the case, then it probably didn't make it to TV to like ninety two, ninety three. But this tape could have been re-recorded over as well. So right, this right. this could be an older tape. They had a lot of older tapes. They didn't really have a lot of newer tapes. They had some, but a lot of their tapes were like tapes that they must have purchased in the 80s and the early 90s from, you know, like you could tell. When you start buying these, you start to see which ones are which. Um, anyway, yeah. but on the, on the upside, I mean, that was cool. It got the recording, but um, there was a... Back to the Future, the broadcast debut of it on NBC, Ooh. which is really nice. It, it was a recording that was in um, in November of 88. So, uh, was it 88? No, no, no. Um, it was, yeah, 88. So, it was 88. Um, so, it was okay. November 13th of 1988 broadcast of Back to the Future with the commercials. So, it's really cool because they're like holiday commercials. I mean, not every one of them, but... Um, like there, there's some, there was a toy commercial that I got that I was really happy with. Oh, Matter of fact, cool. I actually even got that toy. It was the, the cliffhangers, that racetrack. Um, so that was kind of, or gravity defying cliffhangers, whatever it was called. So I got that. There was some McDonald's commercials. There was definitely pump in the hall. I haven't gone through that one. I just did a little bit of that one. Um, so I have to finish that one up. But the, the first blood, I watched that whole tape. It was awesome. The first blood recording was an 85 recording. Perfect. Oh, man. It's really good. It has all the commercials. Right after that was a movie about Son of Sam, which it looked like a made-for-TV movie that was on CBS. It was, I didn't really watch the movie much. I kind of did a lot of fast-forward. The commercials were okay. There was a couple of gems, but a lot of it was eh, not so good. Uh, but right after that was kind of cool because then they started recording. Uh, they recorded um, this movie that I, I never even heard of. It had uh, Captain Kirk in it, uh, not Captain Kirk, um, Shatner in it, and uh, he. Uh, it was called Terror at uh, Forty Thousand Feet or something. It, it, I thought when I first read it, I because that's the name of the episode that he's in on the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. where he. Yeah. But I guess they did a movie and they kind of ripped off that title a little bit because it was called that. I don't know if it's Forty Thousand Feet or Fifty Thousand Feet, whatever it was. Some stuff is happening on this plane. It's a sci-fi movie I never heard of. It was actually pretty interesting. I didn't hmm. watch it all, but what I did watch of it, I liked. But um, that had some cool commercials. And then right after that, it had a like a 1978 episode of Spider-Man, the the TV show. So I was like, man, this was a good oh, tape. Like I love that tape. Yeah, that and awesome. it's all complete. Yeah, it was a really good job. They didn't edit no commercials. They just let it run. That is um, a gem right and there, it's pretty, man. Yeah, I, I was really happy with that tape. I'm I'm looking forward to go because I did grab some of the they had the holiday tapes with them, even though like these are pretty common per se, but um, there could still be some good commercials. It's like the Frosty, the Rudolph, depending uh-huh. on which year they recorded them. I'm assuming they're early '80s just because of the the way the tape looked. Um, there was another tape that said The Godfather on it. I was hoping it was the um the our one of our syndicated channels around here they would show the godfather and they would spread it out all week so there'd be five diff they would cut it up into five different episodes mm. but they called it the they did it where they combined those it was called the the godfather chronicles or the god no, the godfather saga where they would take part one and part two and mix them together and do a remix mm. where it was all done in chronological order and i was yeah, hoping it was going to yeah. be that because then you would get all those episodes plus all those days of commercials 
Um, but when I put the tape in at the beginning, it had uh, the Wizard of Oz broadcast. So I'm not sure if it comes on after that. I haven't gone that far into the tape. I just noticed it was the Wizard of Oz at the beginning, which was still kind of cool because that's going to have oh, some yeah. good commercials. Oh, yeah. Because they always yeah. played those in December. Um, so anyway, yeah. And I did get a couple other things. I got a nice uh, DVD VCR combo, a really nice Sony unit that uh, has S video out. I'll, I'll be, you know, moving that on too. But um, a lot of good stuff in that lot. Very cool. Anyway, so 20 minutes later or whatever. <laughs> what did you get recently? <laughs> I'll doing? just briefly mention a couple of things. Um, as far as pickups go, I haven't been doing a lot of hunting. Uh, I did pick up a um, Kenwood stereo. Um, actually, it was from a customer who wanted me to fix it, which I don't get a lot of. I'm an electrician for anybody who doesn't know. And this was one of the first times I had a customer call me and ask me if I could fix a stereo. And I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. So I picked it up <clears throat> and I spent you know, some time on it and started doing some troubleshooting. And I was making some progress, but I, I had to call the customer. I was like, look, at this point, um, a couple hours in, you're going to be well outside the value of this I said, if it has sentimental value and you want to keep it, I'll keep on going with it. But, you know, I'm going to be hours and hours in this thing, and it's up to you. He's like, oh, no, I just wanted to see if you could fix it. So he just kind of gave it to me. So I'll probably be tearing into that and making a video on that, too, to see if I can get that thing fixed. Now, when you say it's uh-huh. stereo, do you, it's a receiver? Or, yes, um, yes. Okay, so it's just a, just a receiver. It's not like one of those multi-things that have a... Just a, a receiver. player and a cassette. Just a receiver. Oh, that's cool. Yep, yep. So it looks How like it's pretty good quality. Uh, I don't remember the wattage. Um, it what it, what it does is it, it comes on and then clicks back off. So I that think there's a, either, yeah, there's something in there clicking and it just won't stay on. So I'm hoping it's something simple. But I, I did replace a couple fuses that were blown in there. Um, and I thought that was going to be it. So, But then when I when it powered up, it just keeps clicking back off. So there's something going on with it. So that might be a future project here for me. Um, but aside from that, I'll just mention that I'm playing through um, Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Have you ever played that one? Yeah, I did. Uh, I have on the Game Boy, right? Game Boy Advance? Advance, yeah. I, I Yeah, I bought that when it came out, and I, I, I played it through then, and I liked it. I haven't played it since, but it has a Symphony of the Night kind of vibe to it. Yes, yes. Um, I'm, I'm, this is the first time I've ever played it. Um... I got it on the Switch um, Adva- Castlevania Advance Collection, which has like, I don't know, seven games, I think, on it. Yeah. yeah. Six or seven games, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm actually on Dracula right now, but I am shocked at how difficult this game is. This might be the hardest Castlevania game I've ever played. I cannot get over how difficult this is. Um, and I've played through almost every Castlevania game there is, and I, I'm yeah. really struggling with this one for some reason. So I'm at Dracula, I finally made it to him, and I am really having a hard time with him, too. I've been trying to beat him for, I don't know, several nights, and I just cannot get him. So, I don't know if I'm crazy or what, but I'm really having a hard time with this game. I love it. Well, you might it's be really crazy, good. but it doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> but I, I'm shocked at how difficult it is. Like, it's way harder to me than, like, the original NES or Castlevania Three or Symphony of the Night. I'm just really struggling with this one, but... Maybe I'm just having an off, you know, maybe I'm just not on my game, so to speak. Maybe it's time for Matt to jump in there and try to, you know, <laughs> post some scores this month. Maybe that's what it is, but... Yeah, maybe you need to break out that special controller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, anyway, I'm jo- I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Um, I'm just really kind of um, shocked at how difficult it is. I didn't expect a later advanced game to be that hard. 
But um, yeah, may, maybe uh, if anybody else has played it, I'm interested to see if they think the same as me because I was not expecting that. But yeah, it's a really good game. The controls are a little clunky. Um, there's a little bit of a delay in his whip. If you after you jump, you got to finish your jump animation before you can whip for like a half a second, and it's a little frustrating. But aside from that, it's a really really good game. Really enjoying it. So anything else before we jump into the main topic? No, I think we're good. So you can help me along with this kind of concept, Chris, um, because I don't know if I'm going to explain it real well. But the I, this was your idea, and I really liked it a lot. So I think this is going to be a fun, a fun little episode here. But the concept okay, I, is, I, you go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'll give you the like the genesis of the idea. Uh, I was listening to sports talk, and they were talking about um, the owner of the the Indianapolis Colts. Um, he he's a he's a collector, but he's a, like a he's into music, so he likes to buy these items. Um, I think he's really into guitars, but he bought Kurt Cobain's guitar for uh, that he used in the. Uh, the smell like teen spirit smells like teen spirit video so he bought right. that and uh, he actually he completely overpaid for it i guess they were predicting it was going to be like a 400 to a 600,000 dollar item and i don't know if it was a blind auction or what but he won it for 4.5 million so this guy's <laughs> got his, his name is uh, jim ursay so he's got enough money to spend this guy and i don't know what else is in his collection but apparently it's i think he's kind of a guitar guy so he might have i don't know Jimi Hendrix guitar, who knows? Mm-hmm. But as I was driving, you know, I'm listening to this, and I started thinking, like, wow, that's that would be a cool item to own. I was like, it's very specific, though. So I started thinking of like other items like that were similar to that that I'd like to own. It did it. It quickly went from music to everything, like maybe historical items or uh, movie sets or uh, TV memorabilia. But you know, we're not talking like tchotchke stuff that like the public could buy we're talking about like yeah actual pieces right. like the the actual thing like so if for instance if you know uh we're talking about the alien you know the movie alien you could have like the the face hugger like the actual prop now we're not talking fantasy you can't have a real alien so it's going <laughs> to be whatever it was on the set if that if that explains yep. it yep Or it doesn't have to be the movie. It's anything. It could be a historical item, like I said, any of these other things. But whatever it is, it's got to be a real thing. Yeah. So I, I, you know, Chris gave me that idea and I thought it was awesome. And I took it and kind of expanded on that. So my idea was to come up with like, you know, we're going to have like dueling museums, so to speak. So Chris is going to open up a museum on the West Coast. I'm going to open up a museum on the East Coast. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to make it like a like a competition almost. And, you know, the listeners on our Discord can vote what museum they would go to because the grand opening is on the same night. So they can only go to one museum. So we're going to describe our um, exhibits, I guess we'll call them. And, you know, we can't both have the same ones. We're going to go back and forth. So because these are like one of a kind exhibits. Whatever you get, you get. Now, there could be some hedging. There could be. The thing there could be two of this item, like uh, let's say it's a movie with sequels. Apparently, you know, they, there could be <laughs> right. two distinct costumes or whatever. That's fine, yes. but yeah. that that would be fine. Um, but if you want something very specific, that was this like like the face hugger from the first movie. We're gonna assume that one scene. There's only one of those. Right. 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 
So if there was a face hugger in a sequel, then that would be that one. You'd have to be specific, but essentially that's that's an idea. You know what I mean? Right, right. You can't say I want the same thing. If there's especially if it's a one of a kind item, then that's it. Winner yeah, I don't really think we're gonna have any problems with crossover, to be honest with you. I think that I, I don't either, but it's just yeah. we gotta put the ground rules here. We yes, can't have you yes. breaking out of something to, to cheat. Right <laughs> to cheat. Yeah, <laughs> I just mess with you. Man. But so because this is our, our startup business and this is a brand new endeavor for us, we are limited. We are on a budget, so to speak. So we each only have ten exhibits. Um, so that's what we're we coming up with our list of ten exhibits, and we're going to try to outdo each other and make our museums better. We're going to try to draw the customers to the East Coast versus the West Coast, and vice versa. And our listeners will tell us who won, so to speak, or what museum they would pick to go to for the grand opening. So that's a concept. It's a little silly, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to give it like a, a kind of story or whatever, like to make the you know, competition a little more fun and, and to make it a competition to begin with. Instead of just talking about it, we can kind of make it like a little bit of a game. So without further ado, I guess... Um, do you want to go first, Chris, or how do you, who decides who goes first? Does it really I thought matter? we were going to flip a coin, but in all honesty, I don't have a coin with me. Do you have I've a coin? Got, I've got something I can flip. You've got a. Go ahead. I, I'm holding in my hand. Uh, a weighted coin. He probably has a two-sided, <laughs> co- a two-headed. No, coin it is a retro nonsense. It is a retro nonsense button that Matt made us in my hand, so I can flip it, and the uh, the the. You know, do you retro think the weight? Do you think if we flipped it five times, it's gonna all gonna. It's going to be equal. Like I, a I coin? think it's going to be fine. Yes. <laughs> I think right. it'll do. I so feel do you like want I'm heads or tails? You can pick one. heads or tails. I, I know, but you wouldn't know. Uh, all right. I guess give me heads. Okay. Heads is the retro nonsense side. I will flick it in the air now, and it's tails. So of course <laughs> it is. First. Because it's weighted. <laughs> Look at you. you cheated. I should have videoed this so you believed me. Oh, I know. I believe it popped up tails, but I knew it wasn't going to land on heads. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. I'll go first. So my first exhibit is a full, complete, original alien costume from the oh, original Oh, that must film. have made you sweat when I started talking about yeah. alien. Go ahead. <laughs> With work. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, we're going to describe these exhibits in a little bit of detail sure. just to kind of give a visual for how it's going to look and all that kind of stuff. So this is a full original costume um, with working, protruding jaws, just like in the film. Okay, from the original set. Um, yeah. With, and the exhibit's going to have smoke and strobe light effects, and a little kind of a mock section of the ship or whatever, in a little corner maybe. And uh, it's going to be adorned with uh, daily with fresh KY jelly, so it's all drippy and shiny. And uh, that's my first exhibit. That, that's this a good is one, one of a kind item, Chris. You can't have it. No, I know. Yeah, I know, and that's a good one. And I, I, I like the fact that you must have clinched up a little bit over there when I started talking about it. <laughs> so, I did. All right. Just well, I, I'm going. Uh, I will go. It's a, it's a similar kind of thing. So I'm gonna go with uh, Darth Vader's original costume with the lightsaber, whatever it looks like. Obviously, it doesn't. You know, the whatever little trinket that he was holding on the set, and um. The original one, so I don't know if there's a big difference between how they made them up and going forward, but I want the prototype. I want the very first thing from the very first scene he recorded. Yeah, honestly, there are differences. I, I noticed them even when I was a kid. Yep. Darth Vader looks a little different in each film. 
Yeah, um, but you got to think like a collector, uh, Duke. You want first print. I do. I agree. I you want the original as you well. You got to go for. I think the one in Return of the Jedi looks way better. But it does. That it doesn't does. matter. I want first print. I want the janky one with the cheap cape and you know it looks really <laughs> the dusty it doesn't really the look bottom, that yeah. good when you when you compare them man like uh, the return one definitely looks way better but um i want the first print man i want you know i remember that when first i first one from the first scene no I, I agree i would want the same exact one that's a very good uh item to have in your museum but you know when i first saw the prequels in the film in the theater the third one um what's it called the third oh, prequel. Uh, Attack of the or the Revenge no. of the Sith. Revenge of the yeah, Sith. Revenge of the Sith. I think that looks terrible. The Darth Vader costume. It, I don't know what it is. It just looks off. Like the helmet. Yeah. It just doesn't look right. No! So they tweaked that too much for that film because it just I, it looks, looks a little, weird. It looks a little curvy or something. Yeah, it just doesn't look it right. right. Like it doesn't have like uh, it. It looks a little yeah because like what if he would have changed his helmet. Well, it's dumb because it's supposed to be the first one because in A New Hope, you know, it's like a, yeah, I don't know. It should have been an exact model of the first one to me. Right. It It just looked weird. I agree. It it shouldn't look more advanced. No. And I always hated how Hayden Christensen was not tall. And you can tell. Like, he's like a short Darth Vader in in Revenge of the Sith. You're going to get it because he's in this Obi-Wan series. That's anyway, we're getting off. We're getting off yeah, track. Yeah, a little here. off let's, topic. Let's, okay, let's get back. Let's get back to it. Okay, so my second um, exhibit is a the original Millennium Falcon model from A New Hope, dangling from a string, set in front of a space backdrop. Okay, with the music from the um, what's that music called from the asteroid field? Yeah, the asteroid field. It's called. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from that famous Empire Strikes Back scene, and it's right. gonna have oh, so a, you're going with the you're going with the so you're going to go with the first one though, right? The model in Star what? Wars, New Hope, or are you going to go with the? No, no, no. I have. I'm sorry. It's the it's the original from the Empire Strikes Back. That's what I wanted. Okay. Not not a That's New fine. Hope. This is the Empire Strikes Back model, the exact model they used for the film of the Millennium Falcon, which does look a little better, I think, than the original New Hope Falcon. Oh, cool. I, everything does. Their budget was much better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to all be set up with a, a space backdrop, a TIE fighter, an original TIE fighter model behind it with asteroid field music playing. So that's my that's my exhibit um, for that. All right. So, so beat that. So, um, well, I don't know if it beats it, but mine's more practical because I can actually use it if I want. I want the, the, the DeLorean, the original DeLorean from Back to the Future. Man. Like the one, and it's got to be the running one. So, I there might have been multiple ones on the set. So whichever the one they use for their um, the scene where they're driving at the mall. Um, so it has to have all whatever that one is. That's the one I want. Does and it have a light up flux around. capacitor? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure they all did. I mean, there might have been some that were used for long shots or something that didn't have it, but whatever. <laughs> Mine's gonna have the capacitor. It obviously it's not gonna be a real time machine, but. That's the one. Whatever, whatever the best version of that is from that movie, that's the one I want. Does it have a working um, thing that opens up in the back where you can put bananas and trash or whatever? No, put in the see, back? that's at the end of the movie. I'm going pre-blender. Ah, okay. That blender thing's kind of stupid. Yeah, no, I'm going old school. Mine's mine's running on plutonium. 
Well, ironically, my third exhibit is the original kit from Knight Rider with uh, a fully working interior with an interactive voice from the original show where you can talk to it. So you think that there was a car that was actually talking. It wasn't an actor that was just talking. Well, they... they, they, Now you're getting into fantasy, Duke. What do you mean? No, no. (laughs) The car didn't really talk, Duke. You but this is an exhibit. Here. This is an, it's the original car. So you're gonna have a... the. So he can't interact. You're gonna have a pre-recorded message that kid says. Well, when I say interact, I mean like you could, you could talk to it and it would detect your voice and a speaker would start talking back. Not right, necessarily like true like, interaction. Who do, you, who do you got in the game? Next no, 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 no. Be <laughs> able to do that. He's not gonna be like Siri, where you can say, "Hey, kid, what time is it?" or something like that. No. I just mean it's going to be like a little exhibit where kids can go climb in there and they think they're talking to Kit. That kind of a thing. Like you would see at like a kid's museum or something. Okay. That's fine. So It's a, it's okay. a cool pick. I mean, I, I thought of Kit, and then I thought, eh, the DeLorean's cool. Like, the DeLorean will blow Kit's doors off. Plus, you so know, we, a, if we're really two. going into the thing, I can go back in time and go back to wherever they were going to build Kit or go forward in time, whichever. Yeah, it's about the same time. I can go wherever it was, and I could destroy Kit before it was even built. It's like the Hitler <laughs> thing. So, so if you really, if there was no, um, you know, limitations on money, would you rather have a DeLorean or Kit, like for real? Oh, I'd rather have a DeLorean. I mean, if we were talking, okay, look, just bottom line of the car, what would you rather have, a DeLorean or a '83 Pontiac or whatever that was? I'd rather have well, out of Kit and and the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I'd rather have Kit. I, okay. I'm not the biggest Back so, to the Future fan, honestly. No, no, no. It, I it, like it, it even but... about that. I, we're just talking about just the. This is this is focused just on the car for a minute. Sure. What do you think's a better car, the DeLorean, the, not the time machine, just the car, or the car that Kit is? Well, didn't the DeLorean have a lot of problems? Wasn't it like not really so a good car? I, dude, I, I, I don't even see those kits driving around anymore. Those Pontiacs are in scrapyards. Very have you ever seen a DeLorean? Yes, I actually you have. have. Well, you live in people. California. I'm sure you have. Well, I have seen a DeLorean <laughs> for sure. But, of course, I'm sure they put a lot of money in it to keep it going. But, hey. Right. I don't know, man. I, My doors open up like in the sky, dude. You just have that a regular is a big, old... You just have a regular old door. <laughs> regular old door. That is a draw. The, the whole like wing-looking doors is really yeah, cool, I, dude, I must admit. Mine looks cool, dude. I, hey, uh, speaking even of if which, they were I, broke down, which would you rather have? A broken down kit or a broken down DeLorean? I mean, the DeLorean, DeLorean has value because it's much more rare and unique. And it's, yep. wow. Anybody that's got a DeLorean, it's like, whoa, are you kidding me? And yeah, Pontiac, 80s Pontiac is a cool car, but... I guess it doesn't have the same. I don't know if it's draw. a Pontiac or a tra- I guess, Trans Am. Trans Am, whatever. It's yeah, it's one of those. It's either a Firebird or a Trans Am, whichever one it is. Okay, listen, I didn't do no research on Kit, but it's one of those janky <laughs> cars. For it's not a Camaro, I know that. So whatever that body style, which was very generic at the time, because all three of those companies were putting out the same car. Yeah. Just slapping yeah. a different name. Anyways, all right. So you got Kit. I got the DeLorean. So it's my turn. Hey, real quick, uh, the DeLorean, I just saw a blurb on my news feed today or yesterday that it's it's actually coming back. Did you see that? They're going to redo the DeLorean? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah, so look look for that because I I just I just had a I saw a little picture of it and I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, but apparently it's coming back. So I'm gonna look into that because that's that's intriguing. Well, I I still want one of those uh those Tesla trucks that look like something out of oh yeah the Cybertruck. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's so cool, man. Like I, I it agree. might be a piece of junk, but man, that thing looked cool. It does look cool. All, All right, right. Your turn. so now I, I I feel like we're very uh, movie heavy right now but i i gotta do this uh because it it would matter to me i want the indiana jones scene where he's grabbing the little gold um you know the little gold idol so that means like that whole little rock setup you know not the not necessarily the boulder but you know just uh when he's going up to get that little idol so it's his hat his coat you know his jacket is the whip the, the gun the whole thing he would have his outfit all that I'm getting that. Original original film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raiders of the like, Lost Ark. Like the Ark. original, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so you're going to th- have like scene... the golden idol, idol on the little thing and everything with the... Right, so I'll have some mannequin that'll have his hat mm-hmm. on and his jacket and his there whip and all that. And it'll be sitting there looking at this idol. And, and yeah, that's what I'm going to have. That's, I like that's it. That. It'd be cool to get the boulder too, but I mean, I don't know, man. The, the logistics of that, what if that boulder comes loose, starts killing people? <laughs> comes loose. Him? I don't know, man. I Crushes a child, about, yeah. You got to think yeah, about liability you know, issues. You, you do got to think of that. So maybe not the boulder, but definitely that part of the set. That's a good one. That's I, I'd go see that. I would. So this one, uh, we're, we're, I'm breaking away from movies for this one. Okay, this is Michael Jackson's complete outfit. From the 1983 25th anniversary Motown special, which was the de- the debut of his moonwalk dance yes. move. That was um, really cool. So this will be set up in like a hyperbaric chamber, like in a glass square thing. Um, and there's going to be Billy Jean music playing in the background. And this is the whole thing, the so- the crystal socks and the glove yeah. and the hat, the whole outfit. There you go. That thing's got to be worth the fortune. Now, will your mannequin be moonwalking? You know, I tried to get that worked out, but it was just too expensive to get the animatronics down for that moonwalk move. It was just too complex, so I had to scrap that idea. It's just going to be in the hyperbaric chamber, I think. Well, I'm going to so. go with something that's near and dear to my heart, um, and I don't think you would have took it, but I want to just do it because if you did, it would kind of bum me out. So I want the the Freddy Krueger outfit. And I'm talking uh, from Dream Warriors because uh, I think oh, that's yeah. the superior look. Um, so I get the I hat, agree. the glove, then the mask, because that comes with it, because that's something they put on him. So I would have the whole face. I'd have the whole thing, essentially, because it's all a costume, except for the body, obviously, but that'd be a mannequin. So I want to have now, that. Now, would, um, would you have the ahead. arms stretching out real far, like in that one scene, like kind of going uh, back well, and forth? <laughs> that's that's in part one. Uh, oh, that's I'm right, that's right. The, yeah, I'm looking for the Dream Warriors look because I feel like it that was the best sweater i think everything yeah. like the glove was probably i probably should go with the original glove but um eh, I- i'm gonna go with this one because i think it's just a good look now i did think it through i thought like you know like that tv set would be pretty cool i know um, yeah because <laughs> then i could just like stand on a ladder and have them grab because it, it actually worked i was watching yeah. like a making ofs feature at like that thing grabbed i mean sort of but you know she was on like some sort of lifts or something but sure so it like the arms came out and and the head popped out of the tv this is kind of interesting so that would be a cool set piece but i'm just gonna go with the standard freddy setup 
That's a good one. So in, in the Nightmare series, did the glove go through variations from movie to movie as well? Just like well, they kept getting with, like, they kept getting stolen. Like the original oh, one, they, it didn't even make it off the set. So then they started as the movies were going on, they started like re- like putting more security on it and uh, checking people coming in and out. It was kind of a thing. Like uh, I don't know if it was a. Uh, I don't think it was the actors. I mean, I imagine if Robert England wanted one of the Freddy, I, I'm assuming if he wanted one, I'm su- they gave him one. I mean, it's, it was kind of his setup, but um, yeah, I think like some set hand, you know, some extras or somebody was stealing them. But I they, if they did ever turned uh, up on the I, internet later or anything. I don't know, man. But you know, they could, they could, they could probably block that sale and confiscate Heck it. Yeah. I mean, Look what happened to OJ. He was trying to sell his own merchandise, but it belonged <laughs> yeah. to someone else. He went to prison. But yeah, um, I think the look was kind of the same as it went. I mean, they kind of tried to mimic it, but I'm sure the 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 quality got better as the movie went along, or at least I think it probably peaked around I eh, probably four or five. Because even though I think three's the best movie, um, the 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 hype of it. I think the hype really started in part three. I mean, I'm not saying the other movies weren't um, doing good at the block box office, but when he really became a pop culture thing, uh, I think it was for Dream Warriors. And then uh, part four probably was the biggest box office success. I'd have to go back and look look that up, but I remember going to seeing that. It was very crowded, and I, I think it actually did really well. After that, I think they kind of just started dropping off and just getting less and less as it went on. I think you're right. I think part three was the one that really kicked it into pop culture kind of status yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had the music videos and the MTV started really, you know, getting mm-hmm. into it. And, uh, yep. Because there was multiple music videos for that because there's obviously the Dawkins, the Dream yep. Warrior, but there was a Fat Boy one, a Fat Boys one too. They <laughs> Fat had Boys. One. Yeah, the <clears throat> Fat Boys and he was in it. So it's kind of cool. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, well, my fifth one is the one and only working prototype, the Nintendo PlayStation. There's only oh, one, one. There's yeah. only one that works in the whole world, and I have it for my museum. And it's set up in a mock 90s living room with a 20, on a 27-inch Sony Trinitron TV set, and you can play it. Under supervision, of course. you got to be careful. Sure. It's the only working one that there is. I wouldn't but, let anybody touch that thing. You're nuts. But well, okay. see, that's where my museum. That's that's kind of our our mo is we let people. You let careful, people mess with it. We right. we let people mess with it because that's how we are. We want the customers okay. to come in there. You, the, and do not they get the yours. drive kit or? They can't drive it, but they can sit inside of them. They can sit yep. inside of it. Okay. All this is under direct supervision, of course. I have a lot of staff. So you're gonna have really so. long lines, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, people are clamoring. So you're to gonna have a miserable out. experience. You're gonna be waiting hours in line <laughs> because you got somebody um, messing with this thing that you just want to walk by and look at. Someone's up there touching it, so you're stuck in the back of a line. That's the kind of museum Duke has. Chris, don't worry, Long we have lines, everybody. We have fast pass. Okay, it's a electronic wristband, oh, so just like a Disney World, and you so can just to work cut you right for in more line. Money, man. <laughs> wow, so greedy. He's exploiting. We you. do offer uh, senior discounts though. Which uh, most of my clientele will probably be seniors because of the uh, type of items that I have in my museum. So, but uh, so that's my fifth one. Okay, I'm gonna take the the Beatles whole like their um, 
that uh, the Ed Sullivan appearance, uh, the big famous, their first public appearance. So I get whatever outfits they're wearing, the the mics, the the drum set, all that. Oh I'm taking man, the, that whole set from that appearance. There's I went back and forth. I mean that's the one because that's like the like again I lean more towards the first print mentality, but uh, also that rooftop when they uh, were up there and uh, what was that? York, I believe. That's another cool thing because their outfits look really cool. That was when hmm. they were in their drug phase and everything, so they kind of they look cool. But the early one was like they were in their suits and um, I, I really just want the Beatles drum set, but you know, I mean, I might as well take it all, right? Yeah. Can I give you some advice? Maybe have some like mannequins of like passed out teenage girls all over the floor in front of sure. the stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because that was the one where the girls were all, like, fainting all over the place and stuff, right? Well, yeah. Um, they were at the airport when those guys came in freaking out. So, like, that was a yeah. big deal. That was oh, huge. Yeah. Beatlemania. It's so interesting, though, how, like, now, like, a Beatlemania would make sense. Because uh, you have full access of these people even when they haven't made it to America, right? Like, you could see their performances on TikTok or online or YouTube, whatever. Like you would, you would have forewarning. How do they even know? I, I mean, I guess some of the songs must have been on the radio already, but oh, I'm guessing yeah, sure. they were. Yeah, but I mean, like this was their first time in America, and they were already huge before they even set oh, foot. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I guess they must have already been playing their music. That makes sense. That's a good. That that's a good uh, exhibit. That's that's a good one. Yeah. My number six, okay, full Ghostbusters uniform, yeah, complete good. with proton pack and trap, dressed in a wax exact replica of Peter Venkman with the original Slimer prop. How about That's that a good one? one? I like that. Yeah. I like that. I thought you were just going to go all four, but... With the Slimer, nope, nope. yeah, that's pretty Just cool. Just the one, one with the Slimer, and it's, and let me tell you, this wax replica is like spot on. I mean, you would think it's him walking in a younger, you know, young version, the exact thing you'd see in the film of Bill Murray. That's how good it is. Our wax yeah. sculptors are the best in the world. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm trying to think. I, I now strategy comes into play because I'm looking at my list and I feel like I can get them all. What else? the ones I want next? Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I could, um, but I, I'm trying not to go too heavy on one particular thing. I'm just gonna get this one just because I think it's really cool. Plus, I mean, I think a lot of people would, but I want Michael Jordan's right, complete outfit, his uh, uniform, the shoes. The I guess that's about. I don't want his jockstrap and keep that. But whatever he was wearing, <laughs> the socks. When he, when he won the slam dunk contest and he you know jumped from the free throw line, that's probably one of the most famous. That oh, whole yeah. that whole thing is one of the most famous setup for him. Um, it it didn't become his logo. I'm sure they must have did that at Nike. Him probably shooting around there, probably taking pictures mm-hmm. of him. That that actual logo wasn't from that slam dunk contest, but that sold so many posters and everything and. Um, it was a big moment. He wasn't the first person to jump from the free throw line. Uh, I mean, at least out in the, the public, that would have been Dr. J. I'm sure other people did it, but um, that was a big moment. I remember I watched that slam dunk contest. Chicago. Uh, <laughs> 
got to be a 50 by. He took off just a little inside that free throw line, one hand and double clutch it. Magic Johnson gives him a nice five underneath the basket as he got out of the way. Let's watch this one again. This deserves a second look. Michael taking off the patented tongue comes out just just in front of that line. Look at this, the double clutch, the reach out, and the stuff. He got 49. I don't believe it. Unbelievable. Here we go. If that's I did too, man. I was. That, that's a good one, man. I, I didn't even think about that kind of stuff. Like, uh, basketball was huge when I was a kid, and I, I was all over the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen era of the Chicago Bulls, and I was uh, definitely watching during that because my father was a big basketball fan, so I was all over it. And it, it was it was a pop culture phenomenon. I mean, the, the Nike Airs and the pump shoes and all that stuff was going on, and uh, there was some really fantastic stuff happening on, on TV back in that in that time with those championship games and everything it was really exciting for sure so that's well, a good one. It, the commercials be like mike you had mcdonald's gatorade uh, every it, he was he was all over i mean now, he in still a, in is a little, to some degree but in a ziploc baggie do you have the little hairs from his hitler mustache like hanging there yeah his... <laughs> no that's a different era of michael jordan he didn't have that back then Matter no, fact, he, didn't he ha still he was... even had a he even still had a little bit of hair on his head back then Oh, okay. It was a very yeah. short haircut. He hadn't. He didn't go full shaved yet at that point. You can go back and look. He has a little bit of stubble still on his head. <laughs> he hadn't gone bald yet. He was. I was going to say man, if you though. had that, I might not even want that. That'd be kind of creepy. So I was going to say. No, that's not I don't a good want. Idea. I don't want any of his hair. Nothing like that. Um, <laughs> just his outfit and uh, his shoes and, and and you know what? And the basketball. How about that? I want the ball. Oh too. yeah. Might as well. You got to get the whole thing and, and even the hoop. I get the, all that and the court. Cause it's a set. It's <laughs> the court. Well, it's the exhibit. I mean, I gotta have that at least half. Maybe of Maybe you could have some original floorboards. Yeah, like a little section of it. Yeah, yeah what, I don't even know. I, I can't even remember where that was. I don't think it was a like it wasn't like Boston Garden or anything. Like it, I don't think it even really mattered. But you know, whatever. I want the exact set. So I get the the, the backboard, the hoop, the net, the floor. Um, yeah. Man, I don't and know how you track all that stuff down. That's. That is impressive that you tracked all that stuff down. I'm not sure how well, you Well, I mean, it, I'm sure it still exists somewhere. I mean, the court might still be in use, but, I mean, those things don't go in the garbage can. This isn't like the yeah. you know, episode of Seinfeld where they threw the Merv Griffin set in the dumpster. <laughs> you know, like, these things, they made it to somebody. At this point, there was people well aware of its value. Yeah. Good one. All right, well, my next one's a rather large exhibit, okay? So this is the original creature animatronics from the autopsy scene of the best horror movie ever made, John Carpenter's The Thing, including the severed arms that are still sticking out of the gut monster's jaws with spurting blood effects and uh, the, the moving, crawling head spider thing kind of going back and forth. It's the original prop, and we put animatronics in it to make it, you know, work. Well, I guess it originally had. It was like a puppet, I guess, of some sort. So either way, it's moving around somehow, and there's like flamethrower effects in the background to give it that, you know, final appeal. So that, that's my, one of my larger set pieces here, one of my larger exhibits. That's really going to draw in the crowds, I think, since it is the best horror movie ever made. Better than even uh, Dream Warriors, some would say. Well, um... It's, I it's mean, you got your your little movie. Freddy costume just sitting there in the corner by itself. I've got a whole, yeah. you know, horror kind of thing going on here. <clears throat> yeah, but then you got to explain to people what it's from. You know, <laughs> mine. You just look at it. You know exactly what's happening here. I, you know, some some, <laughs> some pieces are some pieces are meant to be simple. 
You know what I mean? I forgot to mention that walking up to this exhibit, there's a big giant sign that says the thing. John Carpenter right. thing, so you know. I mean, what you it might is. as well you might as well go all out and say that they could also they get to use a blowtorch to burn. It. <laughs> they can they can burn the spider head. Yeah, they get to burn yeah. one. So all right, so where are we at? We're, I'm at number seven, right? I got to start thinking here because this that was my is, number seven. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's still much stuff on this list. Um, trying to diversify here and kind of go out. All right, you know what I'm gonna take. I want the Seinfeld set. Oh, that's a good one. Jerry's apartment. That's... I get Jerry's apartment. Oh yeah, because that's okay, a so whole which... working set. Is this the the version, the later version with the hanging green bike and everything? Because um, the original didn't have that. No, it didn't. Uh, yeah, because you, you, there is definitely. Um, I want the peak one. Uh, so we're probably going maybe I don't know season five or something. Yeah. I, I would have to do. I'll, I'll put a little caveat here. I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research on the, my favorite episode that it's in, and kind of. But you know, I'm just locking down the Seinfeld set. So if you want a Seinfeld set too, then we'd have to battle on that later. But you get the gist of what I'm going for here: the fridge, the counter, the couch. Um, you know what? There you were know. some NES games on that shelf back there. There was. I get those. I get the VHS that was back there too, and the. Computer. And there's a there was a computer. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And um, whatever's in the fridge, okay, because that was a, you know, I get that. Snapple, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. The bathroom, I get the bathroom. I won't let George in there because he's always blowing it up. <laughs> yeah, I want the Seinfeld set. I like it. I like it. That's a big uh, exhibit there. That's the whole set. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Well, my number eight exhibit is the original Tim Burton Batman costume. On a wax exact replica of uh, Bruce Wayne, you know, um, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton. Gosh, I almost forgot his name again. Michael Keaton. Um, and standing in front of the Batmobile from that film. And, yeah, full size. The whole, the, the, the exact one from the film, yep. And behind it is the, the bat symbol shining up on the ceiling above. So that's my Batman. Ironically, I, I thought about that. That... That was in my uh, that was on my list. That might be the one so far that um, it mm. wasn't a it wasn't like a number one item or nothing, but it it it, it definitely was on the list. And of course, they've got the Danny Elfman Batman music playing on a loop in the background. So I think that'd be a really fun exhibit to go. Oh yeah, to go that'd sit. be awesome, dude. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, trying to think here. I'm looking at this list. All right, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna circle back to Star Wars, and I want um, the Jabba the Hutt set from Return of the Jedi. So oh yeah. I get now, wait a minute. What do you mean by set? You like every creature, the whole thing? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm talking about like the long shot where where Luke is sitting there talking to him, and there's a little trap door underneath them. Um, Obviously, there's not a real rancor down there, so it's just you got the you got the floor, you got his little bed that he sits on, you got the giant job of the hut, okay? That they had like 20 people running this thing, whatever it was. Um, got yeah, there the was little, like eight midgets in there, wasn't there? There was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Was there eight? I don't. Maybe. <laughs> there was a whole I, bunch I just of... know there was a lot of people in there. Work. I didn't know there was little people in there, but. Oh yeah, I, yeah, they're all. I didn't know that. I thought it was just like dudes <laughs> sticking their arms up in there or no, whatever. But it's all... a huge set. Yeah, yeah. 
So do I get the midgets? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I get the midgets too to run this thing? You might have to if it's the original thing. I mean, well, you got to have a bunch of people, people in there. Work. I'm putting people to work, dude. So maybe I get them as you're well. You're creating I mean, jobs. Get that... paid. Right. Yeah, paid. you're... You're creating jobs. Good on you. Now, do you, does it have salacious crumbs sitting there giggling yes, on his tail? Yes, it has salacious okay. crumb. It'll have... <laughs> now, see, yeah, I guess it would have it have all of it. It'd have a C-3PO up there because I'm talking a scene where Luke came in, so I'd have a Boba Fett, too. So, boy, I really hedged it there. I know. I Boy, I, I got a lot. Please tell what? me you have a wax exact replica of Slave Leia. You well, there will that. be a Slave Leia outfit. Um, no, just the I outfit? Guess we, well, I mean, I get all the pieces. I can't have, you know, the actress, obviously. So I got to get, <laughs> you know. But yes, uh, you know, maybe we'll have a live actor. I mean, this is a, you know, this oh, is man. a museum. I have employees. Why can't I have Is this Disney a... World? Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I got the budget, dude. I'm going to have a lot of people coming to my museum. They're not coming to May see I ask what you paid out. for this entire original set of Return of the Jedi, Jabba the Hutt, Jabba's Palace? Oh, man, that had it. We're talking maybe about... I mean, can you imagine if this went on the open market? It'd have to be. <laughs> it's priceless. I don't know. I mean, yeah. obviously it's not priceless, but, I mean, we got to be several million at least, right? Like a hardcore oh collector. Some Saudi prince would buy it or something, wouldn't Saudi they? Saudi prince. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, you must have paid a fortune for this because that's insane. Hey, you got Boba, you got no Boba Fett. I see I that. I got it all. I got Boba I Fett. I got Solid. I got the, C I got what the, the Return of the Jedi C-3PO. Uh, there's an R2-D2 around there serving drinks, I'm assuming. I'll have to go back and look at the scene I'm talking about, but I know Boba Fett's in there. They're all in there. And I get a Gamorrean guard. So, yeah. Do you have the uh, the newer, like the dancing Greedo girls or whatever from the newer version? Of that Dude, no, no, no. We're just going 83 here. <laughs> oh, right? okay. okay. Good. none good. of that was... garbage. No. <laughs> you don't have a little blue no CGI C guy singing a Listen, song? Listen, there's no CGI in... Uh... In your in, exhibit? In my, my exhibit. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Good move. I think that's a good move. It's got to be. Okay, so we have we each have two more for our ten exhibits. My ninth okay. exhibit is an MTV set up in a what well, MTV exhibit in a mock 80s living room with a loop of 80s music videos playing on a wooden Zenith television. Prominent in this exhibit would be the moon statue that they used to give out for those awards on the shows and everything. Okay. Pu original puppets from the Phil Collins Land of Confusion video, all <laughs> laid out, every one of them. Ronald Reagan in the Superman outfit, everything. Uh, I and, feel like you're cheating here, but go ahead. <laughs> let me, let, and let's go ahead. this is my exhibit. This is what I had to get to make this MTV yeah, but, exhibit. But, but does this thing exist? See, so now you're creating something. We, we're no, taking what something exist? that... What? Does what exist? Okay, you're saying you're having a TV like all right. Everything we've taken so far, we're going we're like going to a, a moment in time and we're taking yes. the items that were there. When does this moment exist? What you're describing? Okay, so let me let me let me explain. So the the TV with the videos playing that's just like enhancement. The real the real pieces in this exhibit are the moon statue. Okay. Okay. The Phil Collins Land of Confusion puppets. And the third item is the original 
cell drawings from the Take On Me video from AHA in flip book form. So you can sit there and you can flip the flip book and you can watch the video. I feel like you're play. getting multiple <laughs> items here. It feels like the Land of Confusion thing would be one thing and the flip book would be another thing. And now I know what Matt felt like. <laughs> thing. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and let you have those items. Okay. Well, I mean, this, this I is like how that's I... That's like you're getting three different items here. You're, you're, you're lumping, but go Well, it, it's, it's an MTV exhibit. So I pulled from different famous... You know, uh, 80s. Well, but I videos could, I could from... have said I want a Paramount Studios exhibit and pulled something from every movie they've ever. Chris, created. you've got the entire Jabba's Palace set piece but with every single. That, but that's a set that exists. That that, yeah, that was a thing. That that actually existed. Uh, so did this. It, this was all M on MTV, right? Uh, we'll let the public decide this. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. That's it. That so the three All the right. real three items that that are related to the MTV Golden Era, whatever you want to call it, are the moon statue, yeah. the yeah. Phil Collins Land of Confusion puppets because they're tangible. You can kind of look at them, and it's a very I think memorable video from that time. And then the uh, the uh, Take on Me the original cell work in flip okay. book form. Be careful with that when you flip it though, because those are originals. Yeah, I would imagine they're laminated, so they're protected, but don't bend them too much when you're doing the flip thing. So we're, we're, just a little uh, spoiler <laughs> alert here. We're planning on, again, doing this later down the line. So we'll have more exhibits. So this is just our first go at this. But Because um, now I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, man, what's not making the cut in the first go round? Um, yeah, well, this is so our I, grand opening. So we're, we're going to expand right. on these museums once we're they are successful. We're going to expand as it goes on down the line. Yeah. Okay. So I have two more to go. Oh, yes. Man. Well, I want a diverse, I, and this would be something you would never choose. And I, so that's why it's almost like I could let this go on down the line. But this is my grand opening. So I want to get something from all kinds of walks of life, right? So I got, mm -hmm. you know, I got some historical stuff. I got a movie, a lot of movie stuff. But uh, I'm going to go in a different direction here. And I got the Michael Jack or Michael Jordan stuff. So I got the basketball. So I got a little bit of sports, guys. So I'm going to go wrestling on this one. Oh, I want, okay. and now Curtis is going to like this. So I, I imagine I'll get his vote. I'm going to take Stone Cold's outfit the with his smoking skull belt. So we're talking the vest that has the skull on the back with the smoke coming out the eyes. His black trunks, they're going to be washed. Okay. Um, his, little, uh, his little knee brace, his boots. And uh, for like a, this will be a holy grail setup for a wrestling collector here. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and mm -hmm. I thought about it, you know, I can go Hulk Hogan, but yeah, well, you're getting his two items. Well, I guess you can get his T-shirt, maybe his bandana or his hairpiece. But, um, <laughs> but, but Stone Cold, man, I don't know. There's a lot of good ones, you know, Undertaker outfit and stuff like that. So I might expand on this section of my museum. But um, I know this ain't going to get a lot of likes from uh, those Canadian nerds who up there who don't like wrestling. But I'm going Stone Cold on this one, so. Curtis's so that, vote was, means more to me than <laughs> you know what I almost decide I almost thought about you know kind of um, playing to the audience so to speak where I would pick something I know Bill would like or sure, Kevin would sure. like but, but I, see, I didn't want to sell out like that it. no I, I'm not I, selling out because this is something I would want that's true I know I know, I, I, know I know Curtis will dig it I'm just saying I know a lot of these people ain't gonna like this but I don't care. You know, like, this is my museum. You're coming to my place. 
it's for you, but you know, if you don't like it, go to the other section. You know, go look at the <laughs> Java. So, so that that's yeah. what you would consider the Attitude Era, the the Stone Cold. That era. that would be the peak of the Attitude Era. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of went back and forth on the belts because really the Attitude Era belt is this big round one that had like a this the like it's uh it's got like a big blue earth on it and everything. Um, that was probably the main. I mean, but he had that one as well, but. The one that they made him a custom belt that he hmm. wore a big chunk of his uh, his title run. Um, so I'm gonna go with the smoke and skull belt. So is this just you know, on a cool. on a mannequin or just hanging there on a hanger? What, what's no no? I get Stone Cold. Is... I get that he's still alive. He's Wait, no man. obvious. Uh, I guess we could have like a bootleg Stone Cold there. You know, <laughs> some guy with a shaved head who's walking around cussing at people and drinking beer. <laughs> Now, much like I put daily doses of KY jelly on my alien, are you gonna like soak this in beer every day so it has a fresh? Well, he yeah, he has to come out cussing. Plus, I mean, since I'm, I could do a U and start adding all kinds of different things from okay from, from wrestling. I get a ring and a, and a, you know, I get the I get his house too because it exists, right? I can just oh my gosh, I just mess with yeah. you. But um, you need to no, yeah, you need to get a good wax a guy though. You need to get a good wax guy. That's that's where it's at in museums. I don't yeah. know about these walk, this guy, this bootleg uh, guy walking around. That might scare kids and stuff. You need to just get a wax figure standing there, nice and still, looks realistic. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, yeah. I want the outfit. And I thought about it because you know Ric Flair, you know he had a lot of robes. And Macho Man's outfit would be really cool. Plus, I get hit the belt with him as well. But ah, uh, you know, man, I wait, this know was what? a Stone my, Cold house. My museum's just no offense. It's a little classier with the wax guy having like people walking around that's like that's like you know like a, a it might be classier but uh a carnival kind of kind of vibe <laughs> you know what the is that what you're going for like a, a carnival hey, what's carnivals that make a lot of money dude mm-hmm yeah they also have a certain stench and atmosphere so you, you <laughs> <Yeah>. do you <laughs> you can have right, your landing confusion puppets i'm gonna have a <laughs> case of beer and a belt so <laughs> Okay, so this is my final exhibit. This is by far my most elaborate exhibit. Okay, so you go down a long hallway and go out the back door to a courtyard where I have a full-size original Airwolf helicopter um, <laughs> from the show with spinning blades. Not not spinning like like it's going to take off where it like blow your hat off kind of thing. Just think of it like a ceiling fan, like just kind of nice and slow, just for effect. Okay. And you can go in. This is the original one, but we kind of converted it to like a little bit of a um, simulator, so kids can get in there and like shoot down enemies. Like when the windshield on the inside is like a screen, so you can kind of do like a little flight simulator thing, and has sound effects and the music playing from the show. And there you go. That's that's the final kind of grand finale exhibit outside in the, in the courtyard. Okay. What do you think? I, I, Did I, I break like any that. rules Does with that? Is that okay? fine does it have bullets does it get well it has uh sparks that shoot out of the machine gun so but like not fake it's all bullets yeah they're blanks yeah blanks okay well yeah we know how that worked out for oh Alec oh no don't here, go there so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have some problems at your museum let's oh hope, uh, i knew you're gonna say some something medical staff nearby <laughs> we got a full-time right. uh what are they called armorer on staff don't worry yeah oh man <laughs> Boy, I don't know, man. This last one's kind of tough because I, I, so many good ones on my list. Your list is hot garbage, but man, you should see all hot the stuff garbage. on my. You should see all the stuff on this list. 
Duke, you'd be ashamed uh, of your list. Uh-huh. You, saw, you saw the stuff that didn't make my top nine. or top. Yeah, I already did nine already. Yeah, this is your last one. Last one. Ah, uh, man. I'm trying to think. What, what would please the public here out of this? What would matter? So something that I want or something I want for the public? It looks like you're going to have to top this uh, Airwolf exhibit because yeah, everybody's see, lining up for this one. Again, kids are going to be like, it's a helicopter. They ain't going to know what the hell Airwolf is. When they hear that, they're going to just be drawn right to it. They don't care if they've ever seen it before. That music will draw anybody in. Every 50-year-old in line is going to be like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And then everybody under 30s, probably under 40, ain't even going to know what the hell it is. So, I mean, hey, if that's what you want in your museum, you have a beat-up kit and a janky airwolf. A beat-up kit. No, they're all pristine. They were kept They were garage kept. And hanger kept for the helicopter. Pumping that old regular gas, gonna put lead all in your, <laughs> you know, you can't even put the new gas in that car. All right, um, uh, you know, I'm gonna top. I, I uh, no, you know what? I'm gonna go with something else. Uh, shit, I can't tell you what. I can't decide, Duke. This sucks. We, can we get three more picks? <laughs> all right. Um. I guess I'm going to go with Dorothy's outfit, and I'm going to get the whole cast. Since you had 80 things, I thought I was just going to go with the ruby red slippers, but you kind of changed the game with your MTV setup. So I'm going to get the yellow brick road, or at least it going off into the distance. I get the tin man, the scarecrow. Oh, my gosh. It's all all the the lion and Dorothy. I guess we get a dog. It don't have to be Toto because I'm sure Toto's dead. We get a taxidermy Toto. Oh I want them, so they're gonna have to dig him, dig him up, figure it out, stick him in the basket. Yeah, the ruby red slippers. Um, there's a witch flying in the background, so we get her too. We're gonna get the whole set. Oh my gosh, how much room Maybe does this munch- thing take up? You know what? I don't know. Maybe it's it's gonna be about the size of your MTV room, but um, <laughs> we're gonna have we'll have a couple of munchkins. You know, maybe the tree throwing the apples. You can see Oz in the distance. We're going to do it all, buddy. Think I think that? that's a risky move. I, I think that's risky. That's, that's, I tell that's, you um, what, those ruby, those actual, I mean, I'm sure they're cheap and crap, but those ruby red slippers, man, those got to be worth a fortune, huh? Oh, yeah. They're worth Anything. a fortune for sure. But will they draw on the crowds? Got to be worth more than Kurt Cobain's guitar. Will they draw? It's like, it's like you know, Wizard of Oz is kind of getting like Elvis. Like, nobody really cares anymore. I know. I mean, I so thought old. about that. <laughs> but I mean, no. I, I tell you what, uh, people still know Elvis. Who knows Airwolf? I I think a lot of people. It was an NES game, Chris. Yeah, a game that didn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> it was an NES game. All right. Well, there's my list. A lot of movies. I look at this, man. The next time I do, I. You know what? I'm gonna backtrack. Forget it. I'm gonna. Taking that out because that's too many movies. Forget the ruby red slippers. I'm taking. Oh. I'm gonna backtrack here, so you can edit it out or just leave this part in. No, I'm gonna leave this right in there. Go ahead. What? You know what? I'm gonna backtrack on this one, man. I'm going King Tut's whole thing. His sarcophagus, the two. Taking all of that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait a King From Tut. the actual King Tut. <laughs> the actual King Tut. I'm gonna get his his tomb. Oh my his, gosh. That gold head his mummy because i mean why not that thing still exists i'm taking all oh, that oh my gosh you went straight yep. for the jugular with this one the well actual... i did i'm i'm trying to think of something historic because i wanted to have something that was actual like history based that wasn't 
just pop culture. And I kind of had to say few... it doesn't sound very. I guess I guess King Tut has, it has become Tut. pop it is culture because they had a song. Yeah, well, yeah. they got a song. They got you know he Cartoons. became like a he was on Scooby Monster to some everything. degree. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. I mean that's I the whole that. basis of the Mummy, you know. For, yeah, or at least mummies, anyways. Yeah, there's an Atari game, King Tut and Comet. King Tut, yeah. So yeah. I'm taking King Tut. That's kind of what I was thinking, anyways. It, it kind of crossed over a little bit. So you go from the DeLorean to a, a Egyptian King Tut yeah. exhibit. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that I is mean, diverse. it's diverse. I'll give museum. you that. Well, I plan on putting other things in these in these rooms, but the King Tut room—that's gonna be a big room, dude. Yeah. How did you get the room into your your, your museum? <laughs> brick by brick. Wait a minute. Is this the entire uh, pyramid you brought in? Well, I don't think he was in a. Was he in a pyramid? I don't know because I think he. I, I don't think they're. I think it was like around a pyramid, right? Didn't they find him in the ground? Like they were digging around and. I don't yeah, know. they were digging around and found him in the it. ground. I guess. Yeah, I don't think. It, I don't know. Some. I don't okay, think they well, were in. I don't think it was in the pyramid. But if hey, if I get the pyramid too, I mean, cool. But you but actually have King Tut, King Tut's yes. remains. And themselves yeah. in okay, that's a good as one. As they found, as they found him, or as he exists now, I don't know. I want it all back together. So if they've separated some things, we're gonna have to go around and collect these items. We're gonna have to stuff him back in there. I'm yeah. surprised was, that the, uh, the 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 authorities at whoever is in charge of these historical artifacts allowed this to make its way into a pop culture museum in California. <laughs> that, that but they don't, they realize how important this pop culture museum is. I see that. That's I'm, I'm shocked, yeah. but Hey, you got, well, what you they got. heard about, they heard about like this low rent one in the East coast and just like, <laughs> I believe they really refer to yours as the bootleg, uh, East coast museum. I mean, I got That's Darth your... Vader, dude. What do you got? The what thing? do I got? I got uh, Han, the original Millennium Falcon model, which yeah, but it's a model. I got a whole suit and a sword. Okay, let's speaking of which, let's go over our lists in totalities to remind our listeners in a quick version, a quick form, how our right. museums are set up. So I'll go first real quick. I got the alien costume set up as I described. I've got the model, the Millennium Falcon, the original kit from Knight Rider. You walk over to the left a couple of steps. You got Michael Jackson's outfit from the 21st, 25th anniversary Motown special, all shining and glistening, with all the diamonds and everything. And Michael, mm-hmm. Billie Jean playing. You got the one and only working Nintendo PlayStation, the only one in the whole world. You can only That's come to my cool. museum and play this. Full Ghostbusters, complete uniform with the Slimer thing and the wax uh, Peter Venkman, original creature set up from John Carpenter's The Thing, with, which to me is the best scene in the entire film. The Tim Burton yeah. Batman setup with the Batmobile and the and the uh, bat that, symbol and everything. That's pretty strong. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the MTV exhibit. This is the one you had a problem with. Maybe I broke a rule or two here. I don't know, but yeah, it really is what it is. He gets uh, and then the Muppets. <laughs> Muppets. Go ahead. <laughs> and then the grand finale, the the Airwolf setup outside uh, in the courtyard. So that is my right. museum. If you can envision the all that, so gonna... Chris. Shoot those blanks at everybody, buddy. All right, so <clears throat> we're going to have a Star Wars wing, right? So you're going to have your Darth Vader, and he'll be standing there, you know, using the Force on you or something. And uh, we're going to have Jabba the Hutt set up, so we get the whole set up there. So you can have yeah, two distinct gosh. ones. And, you know, sometimes they'll, they'll hang out, you know, like 
they're in the same gig. You know, they're both bad guys, so, you know, maybe they'll be even be in the same room. Um, we'll have the DeLorean, so if you want to take a spin around, we can go get some food, come back. We can, I could take people home, bring them to the museum, you know, a little Uber action going there. Gonna have Freddy Krueger's outfit with the glove. Um, gonna have the Indiana Jones set up with uh, the little idol and, you know, all that. I mean, if I'd have known I could add all these extras, I would have probably, you know, threw in the the Lost Ark while I was at it. But, you know, this was early <laughs> on in this, so I Duke taught me a lesson here. So I got oh my that. Gosh. It was three little items. Give me a break. <laughs> so we got Michael Jordan's uh, uniform, his shoes, the whole setup from the slam dunk contest, the court, the backboard, all that. So the sports people will be there. They'll be happy. Got the, the original... Um, Beatles set from the Ed Sullivan show, his first appear- their first appearance. So we got the drums, the outfits, um, all the equipment. The Seinfeld set, to be determined on which season, but, you know, you get the idea. Got that. And um, what did I miss here? Oh, yeah, King Tut. So for your historical <laughs> buffs, Tut. we're going to have the whole King Tut thing in there. I think that's all my list. Yes. That's, that's, it's good. It, it's strong competition for my museum. Did you have a name for your museum, by the way? I named Well, mine. you know, I didn't even notice that you did that. Let's hear your name because maybe that will give me an idea. Uh, mine is, is called Duke's Retrobilia Museum of Pop Culture. All right. That's something. Um, and yours I'm is just what? Gonna be, mine's the best museum on the planet. So there you go. Yours is yours is Chris's bootleg retrobilia no. museum of pop culture. <laughs> Mine's uh, the guy who stuck to the rules when we did this museum. Uh huh. The guy okay, who well, doesn't listen- use the. Go ahead. No, I'm I'll, just, I'm just going to tell the listeners to to think about it. Maybe maybe go back and write these down. Right, you know, just kind of shorthand what's in each you know in each person's museum and think about whether you're going to take the kids and head west and. If you you know your kids want to smell beer and be scared by carnies walking around in oh, costumes, oh yeah, I forgot and, the stone cold outfit. Yeah, I yeah, forgot scaring that. their kids and stone cold like outfit beer. with the belt, the boots, beer, the ring, yeah, and a, and a low rent actor walking around. Maybe he's got a history. Maybe he's got the, he's on some lists. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I mean, he was cheap, right? I mean that that's or uh, that's you pretty come bold to my for museum a guy who's got a Michael Jackson setup. But go ahead. Well, I mean, my museum is safe. There, there's, there, there's wax figures. I mean, all of our, you better all not of our, let, our employees let are, your kids are vetted. Neverland over there. <laughs> all my employees are vetted, and um, they all have a clean background. None of them are just low rent actors, and it's safe. So, and we have better exhibits, by the way. So, anyway, all joking aside, just tell us on the Discord uh, who's who's got the better setup, and that we have like a. Whoever gets the most votes, like a winner type situation. I guess we won't really think about that, but I don't know, like a lost bet type scenario. Like if sure. if I if I get the most votes, then you have to do something. You know, you're coming down this uh, next month to to my house. Maybe we well, can think I have about. To, can I cut your yard or something? Yeah, you have to cut my yard. <laughs> well, what, what what about the other way? Uh, you gonna fly to California? I mean, come on, no. what are we talking about here? Well, I just figure since you are going to be here, maybe we could think of something funny to do. Whoever loses, I don't know. We'll think on that. Whoever loses, uh, okay. You got to shave. You got to. I got to shave your beard or something. Like yeah, that. your wife already said you can't put your beard on the line. I was no. willing to put that on the line for something. I don't know what I was thinking, but. 
Well, again, I guess we'll talk about that real quick. You're coming down next month, um, so that might that's probably going to be our next record. Is we're going to try to record a, an episode in person, together yeah. in the in the same room, probably my retro room here. So that'll be really cool. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know how we're going to do it yet, but I'm sure we'll. I don't either. It out. We'll come up with something. I but, guess we'll um, have to do a little test run and see how we both sound on the same mic. Maybe I don't know. Well, this mic I that I have. Mic setup. It's it's one of those blue yetis, so it's got the ver- oh, you know yeah. the setting where you can go from the, you know you can have it in the middle of two people kind of thing. So I think oh, it'll we'll work. We'll do that. Yeah, why yeah. not? We'll have to get real close to each other. If we got you know have to be kind of comfortable with that. So, by the way, I was told I was asking whether you're a hugger or a handshaker, and because I, I wanted to avoid awkwardness, but some of the people that know you, I think Curtis and Matt, told me that I have to like judge as i see you kind of play it by ear depending on your body language and what kind of mood you might be in really so that's what they said this was a real they conversation s- no <laughs> oh because i was gonna say like what <laughs> this really happened? i was gonna ask you to wear a sign when you come off the plane that says a uh, hug mood or handshake mood <laughs> no dude i i think we're i think we're beyond the hand state shake i i agree we'd probably I'm have just, to I'm hug just... at least once we oh. might shake at some point but uh I'm just kidding. I, I hug if the people are down. If not, the, they get a uh, shake, and I'll go to, to the fist bump, whatever you want. I'm looking forward to you coming down to Maryland and staying at my house, and we're going to go to too many games together and yep. try to cram a whole lot of stuff into a couple of days. So it's gonna Yeah, be fun. hopefully. Yeah, we got to see uh, uh, if it's open. We get stop by your world-famous uh, milkshake. Uh, what was it? A Dairy oh, Queen yeah. or something? Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Uh, Mom's da- Dairy or I don't know. I forgot the name of it. Anne's Dairy Queen. Point? And Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. There you go. And that is right in the parking lot, as mentioned in the podcast, of a still very 90s mall that we can go into and Man. look around. If so, that's open, that could be fun. Have to. That'd be fun. Hell yeah. And all that is in the same town as that really cool, super messy, cluttered retro shop that I go into. So we can make yeah. a day well, out of that. Well, if we could do that too, that'd be great. So yep. we'll, we'll figure so. it out. But it's going to be fun, man. Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing you and the. You know, hanging out, meeting your family. And, yep, and, yep. Uh, the whole nine. It's going to be awesome. So that, that'll be our next record, most likely. So look forward to that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, this was fun. Appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for this idea. This was really cool. I think it uh, turned out good. And we'll see what the listeners think about whose museum is uh, it has the, the better draw for the crowds. So we'll see who, <laughs> yeah. uh, what they say. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. And we'll catch you next time.